Everybody. Welcome to Adventure Retired, the podcast where retired people share what they're doing in their retirement so you can start living your best retired life. We are Kurt and Cindy Liljadal, your hosts, and today we're going to talk to Janie and Roger Burnham about cruising. Yeah, the cruise industry here during the COVID has taken quite a hit. But it's going to come back, and it's going to be full, and these people seem to like to cruise yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think they've like taken like 15 or so cruises. Yeah, they seem to enjoy it, and that's fine. They, the cruises are cool. The That'd two be we've cool. been on were good. Yeah, I like cruising. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Okay, well, first, a life lesson from Kurt. Today's life lesson is change the oil in your car and the filters regularly. You know, they say you're supposed to change oil about every 3,000 miles, maybe 5,000 or more if it's synthetic. And you can make the, maybe make that last a little longer if you have like a hybrid or something like that, that the engine's not on all the time. But this saves you a lot of money in the long run. I've read somewhere where like a dollar invested in maintenance of your car saves you $8.00 later on down the line and this also goes for tires if you rotate your tires regularly they'll last a heck of a lot longer and tires aren't very cheap so tires are so important when you're driving at big speeds yeah and there's also there's uh filters for the air conditioner that a lot of people don't know about usually newer cars are usually hidden back in the dash under the uh, glove compartment you should change those that helps the air you breathe oh and man can you imagine being without an air conditioner? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, on to the interview. Today we're talking to Roger and Janie Burnham from McAllen, Texas, and thanks for joining us. Hello. And uh, our topic today is about cruising, but before we start talking about... Um, well, at cruising, do you mean like going up and down Main Street no, like, like we used to do? No, like cruising on ships. Oh, okay. You know, okay. The, the kind of cruising that I like to do. Just check. Okay. Just well, check. anyway, Roger and Janie, tell us about how long ago did you all retire? Um, six years. Yeah, we've been retired for six years now. Okay, cool. And what did you do before you retired? Like for a job. We were teachers. Well, she taught for 30 years. I taught for 29 Uh, I taught high school math, and she taught the visually impaired. She was a special ed teacher teaching the visually impaired. Oh, cool, cool. So, like, did you have to know Braille? Yes, I had to know Braille, and that's what I would teach my kids, Braille. And, um, of course, uh, Braille has different things because you have to have one Braille knowledge for reading and writing, a different Braille for, I mean, it's the same six dots, but you have to use different ones for math and music oh, yeah. and different kinds of languages, Spanish, French. So do you consider yourself like fluent in Braille? I can read it, but not with my fingers. I can read it with my sight. Oh, okay. Wow, just by reading the bumps. Yes. Oh, that's just well, amazing. That'd be tough to do if you're I a know. blind guy and read it by sight. Well, no, she's <laughs> not blind. Okay, in with fingers. <laughs> oh, okay. They got the hard job. They right. have okay. the hard job. Great careers. Education is always, um, you know, it's what we did. So that's pretty cool. Yep. 
Okay, so you guys um, are our guests today, and we're talking about you being cruiseaholics or people who love to cruise. I guess we'll just jump right in. How, how many cruises have you done? Yeah, how many? We have been on 15 cruises. Our first wow. one was in February of 2011. Uh, my brother had planned a group cruise with some of his Shriner friends, and so we he asked us if we would join along, and we did. And then in 2014, after we retired, we went on 14 since then. Wow, that's a lot of cruises. So, like, hold it. If the Shriners are going on cruises, do they weave the ships in and out like they do the little cars in the <laughs> county parades or something? Uh, they did not allow them not. to drive the ship. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> did they wear the little hats, though? During the, the formal night, they got yeah. to wear the little Shriner hats. They're feds. Okay. Well, that, that's cool. Is, yeah, sorry. We like the Shriners. They do a lot of good work. They do a lot of good work. That's a very, very noble Okay, so you've been on 15 cruises. How many cruises do you go in in a year, usually? Two to three. Wow. And do you have certain months that you go on a cruise? Um, We primarily cruise during the off-season, which uh, cruising during the off-season is basically from October through February, except during holidays. Okay. If kids are out of school, then we don't go, because then families go on cruises during those times. Okay. That makes sense. And we we always stress that. That's the beauty of retirement. You can travel in off-seasons, you know, and... Maybe hit some deals. Yeah. Well, okay, that's a question. When you do all these cruises, two or three a year, do you get like a better price than if me just goes and books a cruise? Are you like a preferred customer? I don't know, frequent floater or something like that? <laughs> I like that one. Okay. I just came up with that. Frequent that was... floater. I like that too. All right. So a lot of it, when you go online, there's a particular price that you pay if you booked online. If you go through a, it's called a Carnival. We use Carnival Cruise Lines primarily, but if you you have like a Carnival travel agent or cruise assistant or whatever you want to call them, and if you call them and they book, they'll always find the best price for you. After your first cruise, everybody pretty much gets assigned one of these cruise assistants. And so... When it comes to price, price is basically you can go online and check it. You can go through the cruise agent and check it. But everybody pretty much gets the same price. It's just we get notices of price drops before they go live online. Okay. And then, of course, once they book so many cabins, the price changes instantaneously. I mean, it's it changes. It can change three times within one day. Okay. And does that price usually go lower or does it go higher? Prices usually go higher unless they're not booking fast enough. And if you book far enough in advance, basically what you get is you get price uh, guarantees. So if the price goes lower and you see it lower somewhere, you can call them and they will match it every single time. So. Okay. Okay. So I guess for somebody out there that is looking into a cruise or whatever, the earlier you book it, the better. 
Uh, it would guarantee that you would always get the lowest price. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You have to after you after you've booked, you've got to be diligent to check on a regular basis of the new posted price online because if you don't keep checking, the price could change and then change back up before you noticed it, and so you missed a chance to get a cheaper price. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay, we've we've done two cruises. We did one for like our I don't know, it was our fifteenth fifteenth anniversary. anniversary. In the Caribbean. And then when we uh retired we, we took one. That was an earlier episode. We went up to Alaska. Have you have you been to Alaska? We have yes. we have been to Alaska. And that is our favorite cruise. I would do that one again. Oh it was. That was the okay. one I would do okay. You like cool weather over the uh beaches and palm trees and just the fact that it's this beautiful country in Alaska. I mean, just what you see is gorgeous. Yeah, that's true. I think that's it's primarily true. I think it's primarily that most of our cruises have gone to the Caribbean. And so with this being different and different scenery and a lot more wildlife and while you're cruising, if you're doing that inside passage, you know, all day long, you can see, you know, land on both sides of the ship while you're going through the inside passage, which right. in the Caribbean and you're at sea, all you see is water. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so true. Well, you probably get tired of seeing all those um, girls in bikinis and stuff, too, <laughs> don't you? I, I have one that I can see. So that's, oh, um, that, that's a good answer. You'll sleep well tonight, too. brother. <laughs> Okay, so you've gone on 15 cruises. Tell me about some of the destinations you've been to. Well, most of the uh, destinations for the cruises are the one port is mostly Cozumel, Mexico. And we, we most of the time we'll go, we'll get off for a little bit, and then we come back to the ship and do just uh, stuff on the ship or have a lunch if they have the special, if it's the Caribbean, if it's the Carnival cruise, we usually like to eat at their um, Italian restaurant, the Casino del Capitan, and okay. that's pretty good. Um, other places, uh, Roatan is one of our favorite. well, one of my favorite places. It's just a beautiful area. Honduras, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've okay. been to places like Belize, uh, Grand Cayman, We've been to Jamaica. We've been to Key West, um, Freeport, Bahamas, Nassau, Bahamas, uh, Cozumel, Costa Maya, and Yucatan, Progreso, Mexico. So, and I think that my favorite ports, I kind of like Key West to visit. Um, but okay. as far as, um, the favorite places I like to go is Costa Maya, Mexico, which is about probably halfway between Belize and Cozumel. And okay. it's very, it's a secluded uh, Caribbean waterfront little town. It's just a neat little place. It's in Mahawal, Mexico, the state of Mahawal. And uh, mm. I like it. And we like, I like Roatan, Honduras also. Um, a lot of beaches, okay. a lot of, you know, it's a very tropical vibe and it's very, they're very safe. Okay. But 
When you go to these places, I mean, you're sleeping on the ship. Do they spend the night in port or, I mean, how much time, like what's the maximum time you can walk around a, a town or a city? Or I know when we, when we did ours uh, to Mexico, we rented a scooter and, you know, we drove out and saw Saminka ruins. Yeah, and we had like the that. whole day. Yeah. But, I mean, you get nervous because, man, I mean, I don't want to be left in Mexico. I love Mexico, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to be left off the ship. Most of those cruises, you have anywhere from five to nine hours in port. Um, The time of day depends on the cruise that you're on, the cruise line that you're on, that type of thing. But most of the time you're getting in sometime between seven and nine in the morning, and you're leaving sometime between three and five in the afternoon. Okay. So you've got okay. pretty much all day, you know, an eight-hour day in most of the ports to do stuff. Okay, so when you're on a cruise, I know that there's always, um, you know, the excursions. Uh, have you? Do you guys usually do an excursion or a couple excursions every time you are cruising? Yes, we try to do at least one, maybe two, depending on the price. And um, sometimes Roger will book it ahead of time and uh, through an independent um, person that he's, we've looked at. And then there's others that we have booked from the cruise ship. And what's your favorite excursion you've done out of the 15-plus excursions you've done? Anything that has a beach, like an all-inclusive. Oh, okay. The last two times we've had that where we went to coco Cay. yeah this last time that's a private island for royal caribbean cruise lines it's called coco Cay, and uh it was uh, we went to their just their private beach club on the south side of the island which is adults well it's not really adults only you have to be 16 or older Uh yeah so that'd be good yeah and then you know they've got like um beach chairs and umbrellas and they have cabanas and they serve lunch there that's included in the price they have a pool they have a bar um oh that that would be really nice whatever you have on the ship as far as your package like if you buy the drink package on the ship it works there because it's their private island so you get you know the drinks for free on the beach also but Oh, I would like that. Yeah, that'd be good. We're not heavy drinkers, and I primarily drink uh, bourbon or beer, and so it doesn't really pay for us to buy the drink package on the ship because it's like $50 a day per person, and you both have to buy it if one buys it. So it's $700 extra. I figured, oh, yeah. I figured we we could buy the drinks on the ship and not spend 700 bucks on it. If you're a heavy drinker, yeah, I would have to agree. Buy the package, <laughs> right? Okay, what's the policy on these ships for carrying on alcohol? You can take a twelve pack of sodas each. You can take a seven hundred and fifty milliliter of wine each, and that's pretty much it. You can't just carry, wine. You can't on Carnival. You can't carry any bottles. It has to be cans other than the wine. I mean, wine bottles, of course, but no plastic bottles. Okay. And so. And do these have to be in like your carry-on or can they be in your suitcase? Because I be can't imagine carry-on. waiting in line with, yeah, with all that. have to be in your carry-on. 
You know, there, okay. people, there are people that will use their mouthwash bottles and fill them with alcohol and put them in their luggage and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine and dandy. And some people get caught. Some people don't. We've been with people that have gotten caught and we've been with people that have never been caught. So in groups that we've cruised with, um, we're in the latter group. We've never been caught, but, uh, <laughs> Good job. you know, it's, you know, it's how a numbers game when it comes to that kind of thing, I'm guessing. Right. Okay. So I want to, uh, J.D., I want to take you back a little bit. Getting ready for a cruise, What is? what are some of the things that you do to get ready for your cruise in terms of, you know, your packing or your planning ahead? What are some of the things you do? Uh, my packing is mostly what I plan ahead. And probably sometimes planning ahead is to... Because not only are we packing to go on the cruise, but sometimes we'll pack ahead uh, and stay with my sister for a few days. So then that packing is separate because you don't want to take extra, extra clothes. So, yeah, I have I make a list and most of the time it's like just different things to wear, T-shirts, probably take a a shawl or two that will match everything that you have. Mostly jean shorts and a pair of jeans, blacks that you can multi-use with whatever shirt you're going to wear for the evening. Of course, sometimes you take a dress because um, they will have at least one, what's it called, dress-up day, a formal. So you you try to plan a nice outfit for that evening. And then there's some that have two formal nights and so you kind of decide, do I want to wear the same thing again, or do I pick a different one, and, or something a little bit less formal than what I wore the first time? But yeah, okay, it's easier for a guy. Yes, it is easier for a guy. Yeah, so, always. Yeah. There's women have to worry about shoes. Okay, there's one to two formal nights every cruise. The rest is cruise casual. Usually on every cruise that we've been on, cruise casual means they don't want flip flops. You, you can wear shorts, but they frown on it. They would rather you wear, you know, khakis or something. So I take a pair of black dress slacks. I take one sport coat, and I take two dress shirts. So there's my two okay. nights. I have one dress shirt one night, the other dress shirt the other night, pants and suit, suit coat both nights if I need it. And your Speedo swimsuit, right? Um, I've seen what one looks like, but not... I coached swimming for a long time, so I I probably still have one or two. Yeah. Okay. We don't want to see one. And then, of course, all the other nights, I usually have one pair of khakis and a pair of jeans along, and I'll like alternate those and just wear different shirts. You got to repurpose. You got to, you know, they right. have to be multi-functional clothing. And then of course, during the day you're in shorts and a t-shirt or a swimsuit, and a t-shirt and uh, flip-flops or sandals or whatever. And and no, if I was a guy, I'd just okay. buy five different swim, swim shorts and wear those with different, uh, just to hang around. Cause there that's you all you're doing is hanging around the ship. Yeah. yeah, yeah, enjoying that. I have to wear different outfits. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you got to look good, don't you? That's right. I've seen women wear five different swimsuits, too, so. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. That'd be my wife. 
What's the longest cruise you've taken? Because we have friends who just went on a 77-day cruise around South America, went to Antarctica, and we're going to interview them. And I have another friend who's done a uh, repositioning cruise. So that, like, they, yeah, right? they got on in Fort Lauderdale and went over to Spain and then got a Mediterranean cruise over there. So they were gone like, I don't know, 21 days or something like that. What, what's your record? Our record right now is just a seven-day cruise. Yeah. Okay. We were That's planning a on a 14-day Panama uh, cruise, but with COVID happened. With all of this happening, we yeah. have to change ours. Yeah. Now, do you think one of those might be in the cards sometime, a longer cruise? Definitely. Or maybe that Panama one or something? We've talked about maybe doing um, back-to-back cruises that go to different ports out of the okay. same place, you know, same home port, but you might go two different places. We've talked about trying one of those, or like we have a, a southern Caribbean cruise out of Fort Lauderdale that's like 14 days that goes down to the, like, Bonaire and Aruba and Curacao and some of those places. So we're looking at one of those also. And then we're still looking at a Panama Canal cruise. And the repositioning. Yeah, I think one of those repositioning ones would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, go across the ocean. The only negative about a repositioning cruise is if they're 14 or 17, you know, like there's one coming up here pretty soon for in April of 20. 21 for carnival out of galveston that goes to seattle it's a 17-day cruise but they've only got four ports so you're at sea okay. 13 yeah. of those days and that's what a lot of those repositioning cruises do is there's not very many port days so you're not seeing a lot of different parts yeah. of the world you're seeing a lot of the ship and water a lot of ocean, yeah, that's true. Have you ever have you ever been on a cruise and experienced bad weather? Coming back out of the Caribbean one time, uh, we had a northern blow through, and we had fourteen foot swales. But I'm going to tell you, on a ship that's as long or longer than a football field, if they navigate it properly, you will have some rough waters. But it just rocks you to sleep. Mm-hmm. So you don't like have dreams of Poseidon Adventure, or <laughs> that would not be a dream. Oh, it would no. be a nightmare. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, you've been on fifteen cruises. How many different cruise lines have you guys experienced? Three. Okay, tell us which we've ones. We've been on the Princess, and that was the Alaska cruise, and um. And one out of Houston. And then we've been on Royal Caribbean just two times. One out of Galveston and one out of New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. And then the rest have all been Carnival. Yeah. And I would take it that you guys like Carnival means you've been there the most. It's out of Galveston, so it's close by. We can drive to Galveston and get on the ship. We don't have to fly. And when you can spend seven days... All food, laundry, uh, cleaning your room, cleaning your bed, all that's included for less than $1,200 for two people. It's a pretty reasonable vacation. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is. yeah. That is. Do they have a place right there, 
like at Galveston or wherever you sail out of, that you can park your car? Quite a few of them, as a matter. Um, okay. There will be four cruise ships, four to five cruise ships cruising out of Galveston at one time. So you got to figure at 3,500 people per cruise, I mean, you're talking about almost 20,000 people so you probably need enough for 10,000 cars parked there. So, yeah, there's quite a few parking okay. spaces. Okay. It, runs, it runs for a week long. You can get parking for about 55 to $65, depending on how close you want. Um, if it's right. a four- or five-day, it runs about 40 to 45 maybe 50 at the most. Okay, so you just budget that into your, you know, right. your expenses yeah. there. Well, when you're when you're on a ship, okay, you know, and you have a day at sea, what's your favorite thing to do? I mean, the shows, the casino. I know, I know, I've been on two cruises and I've won the putting contest twice, so I pretty much. <laughs> there rock. was like three people in the contest. Well, I would yeah. say for me, it's eating. <laughs> okay. There's all kinds of food yeah. to eat. You never have to eat the same thing twice unless you want 24 7 too but um meeting people and you know just hanging out in the sun and feeling the ocean breeze is good but just experiencing the different possibilities of food oh i know i remember an ice cream bar when we went to alaska yeah, you, oh you man spent some time there i could be there every day now my favorite place the first cruise we went on had a boob deck Okay, and well, women would lay out topless there, and me and my buddy went there a couple times. You were a lot younger then, and that's that a lot does younger. not happen now. Yeah. It's not going to happen right now anymore. Yeah, yeah I don't no, think so. I don't think so either. Oh, well. Um, we've been on several cruises, and sometimes we'll go by ourselves as a couple, and then sometimes we'll go with family. And then there's times that we've been on with friends. The ones with friends is great because you always – you know, you don't always have to be together with your friends. Like, they'll go off and do whatever they want to do during the day. And then, but at yep. dinner time, you all come back together. You, you have the same table. You get to eat. You get to share your experience for the day. And then, if you want, you can go to one of the comedy clubs or go see the show together. That, to me, is fun, too. Just Right now, oh, I think that's the fun you know, part. You're yeah. not always together, but you know there is a common place where you will be together just for that. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, now the cruise lines are taking a hit because of COVID and all that. And chances are, we might not air this until cruises are back going. At you know, I mean, I think I've heard October or something like that. When you've had you had one, I think we talked before we. Uh, came on that you had one that was canceled or one or two do they offer you refunds do they offer you incentives incentives to keep booking we had one set up for march 21st and of course it was canceled so we had we were planning on rescheduling our panama canal cruise because of covid we said I don't think we want to be stuck out there for 14 days if this thing, even if this thing clears up by then. So we right. had changed it to a seven day. And so when we rescheduled, we were using the credit from our March cruise for that. So they gave us 100% credit. And if we rebooked another cruise, 
they gave us $600 on board credit. So we got 100% oh, refund cool. plus, well, 100% credit towards the new cruise plus $600 on board credit. Well, since then, now all October cruises have been canceled. Carnival has gone to the 31st of October, so they will start cruising again November 1st. Knock on yeah. As, as of now, yes. So our October cruise that we had rebooked, rescheduled, is being, we have to reschedule it again. Now, they offered again, we can get 100% cash back credit, I mean cash back refund, or we can get the credit towards a future cruise plus the $600 onboard credit. Okay. That's that drinking package we were talking about. <laughs> and thinking, a lot of you know, with us, we are going to cruise again. It will be safe to cruise eventually. So, I it mean, will. and and it what will. they're saying is we have until December of 2023 to travel. Oh, oh my. That's great. So, we'll just pocket that credit for a while and decide when we're going to go, and then we'll reschedule one. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it'll be sooner than later. Yeah, I, I feel for the... Uh, I feel for the cruise lines, you know, they like I said they took a hit, the airlines took a right. hit. But you know, they're they're doing what they got to do to come back and they'll be back. I mean, that's just too big an industry to go by the wayside. Yeah. So it'll be good. We, uh, You'll be cruising again. We have cruised twice with Royal Caribbean and even with just those two times that we've been on Royal Caribbean, they sent us a special that if we booked a cruise between September and December, of 2020 we get it free all we had to do is pay taxes all we had to do is pay the tax and port fee so we scheduled as late as we could so we have a 29th of november through the 6th of december cruise booked where we paid 200 dollars 232 dollars in port fees and taxes for both of us for seven days oh wow that is amazing. That's a great, yeah. great deal. You, yeah, I can tell that you you watch and you are you know that's part of your well, an, your daily routine is watching is the cruise uh, pages. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's great. Nice. Okay, well, we always in our interviews, um, I always ask a you betcha moment. Like, what is your you betcha moment? The thing that you like best about being on a cruise. Well, mine is the private beach club in Costa Maya, Mexico. It was like okay. 30 bucks for all day and all you could drink. And they gave us some excellent tacos and the service was impeccable. And there was like eight people there. Oh, so nice. it was just, <laughs> it was awesome. The water was beautiful. The Everything was great. Why was there only eight people? Where, where it was, was an the aftermarket rest of the one that we booked and you can't book it through the cruise line. And so when we okay. booked it, all we had to do is we had to pay a taxi to get us there, and that was it. Oh, cool. Sweet. Okay. All right, well. And Janie, Jane. do you have one? My you betcha, um, I would say it's the same thing. I like the all-inclusive ones. So that one was good, and the Coco K was good. Of course, that one was a little bit more spendy. Um, okay. So, yeah, I do like that. Just the relaxing part, too. Yeah. The drinking, yeah. of course. <laughs> kind of a side note do you guys have a preference on the size of the room inner outer Death. balcony you know little little hole do you have a preference there 
to me, they've all got their own special qualities. If we're going okay. through courts that we've been before and we're just taking a cruise, uh, you know, just because it was cheap and we just want to take a cheap vacation, we'll get an interior cabin because at one o'clock in the afternoon, if you want to go up and take a nap, you close that door and it's just pitch black. Oh, nice. So yeah. you can sleep great. But if you're going someplace you've never been and you want to watch yourself come into port and go out of port, having a window or a balcony, both of those are, are nice to have. For me, I wouldn't spend money on a balcony unless you're going to see the land quite often. Like, right, like Alaska, I think. Alaska, had... right. That would be one. Okay. Or a Panama Canal cruise. I think a, a balcony would be important when you're going through the Panama Canal. Oh, yeah, definitely. But other than that, unless you really like daylight, if you like daylight, they're a little more spacious, and you get a window if you get an ocean view room. But ocean view are usually the lower decks, which you get less ship movement down in the lower decks. But Okay, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, but it's uh, it's just you get get to see the light of day when you're in your cabin. If you like yeah, the dark okay. and you like to be able to take naps once in a while in the middle of the day, then definitely the interior cabins are good. Okay, all right, your um, your hell no moment, Raj. What's that? Hell no on excursions that have two hours to get there, two hours to get back, and an hour and a half there. Yeah, yeah. I would think so. Yes. Yeah. You get in these little vans that have no knee room, no leg room. You're crammed in there. You're going on roads that are not what we would say are quality roads in the United States. And right. then you take forever to get there. Granted, you get to see parts of the countryside or parts of the island that you're on that you wouldn't normally get to see. And they explain everything while you're going. But Oh my God! When you get back, your back, your knees, your legs. Your... <laughs> oh, I think I get car sick. <laughs> we went yeah. to we yeah. went up in the mountains of Jamaica. Two hours to get there to get to the Appleton Plantation where they make they distill the rum. Uh-huh. And two hours to get there, two hours to get back on pothole filled roads, and the driver didn't miss any of them. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and this is after you probably sampled some rum. <laughs> well, I, 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 one or two, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking I'd have to stop and pee once or twice. I hope he stopped for you. They had eight different bottles of rum open, and our tour guide said, now drink as much as you want because whatever you don't drink, I got to drink. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, he's driving. Okay, <laughs> great. And Janie, do you got a hell no? My hell no is, uh, like I said, we like to travel with friends, but um, there was one time, it wasn't our particular friends, but they went with us, and we should have known not <laughs> not to have um, a curmudgeon, you know, somebody that everything, yeah. you find fault with everything, you know, we should have known that because that's what he did when we when we get together. Yeah, it's hard to be around people that are negative when you're on vacation. It messes your whole vacation up, and nobody wants oh. to sit next to them when it's dinner time. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah, and somebody's up there griping, you know. And, and, you know, the people that are working on the cruise lines, those waiters and the 
the cleaners and the stewards, they, they work so hard and get so little money. They do. They do. So one last note that I, about that that I'd like to leave with everybody before we sign off is uh, when we go, I'll get take a $100 bill and cash it in for 520s, and I put five envelopes, and at the end of the cruise, I just put people's name on it that I think did an exceptional job, and I hand them an envelope. Okay. That's a and good that's in addition to they are going to automatically charge you a daily gratuity fee. That's in addition to that because these people get paid like – if they're lucky, ten thousand a year to be on these cruises. Yeah, and uh, I mean they're on there too, and their living quarters—they don't have the the suite with the balcony and stuff no, like that. No. They're down by the engine room, and they have fourteen to sixteen hour work days. Holy cow! Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's a good. That's that's good to note, and I'm going to do that. That's yeah, good advice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna good do advice. Yeah. My next cruise. Okay. Which okay. is hopefully going to be soon. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, you know, we really enjoyed talking to you guys today. You're experts at cruising. And I think a lot of our guests, you know, that listen to our podcast, cruising is a great retirement adventure. It is. It's one of those things that you can do. I mean, when you get older, younger, I mean, we did some when we were younger, but even older, I've known people that are in their 80s and 70s who do it and you're you're catered real well. It's nice, right? And, and there's can, a doctor on board. Right, you and can actually, you know, people that are you know have handicaps or something like that. In terms of you know are, are having to use crutches or a wheelchair, you, the ships are made now that there's elevators and things like that. So that's a it's a good vacation. Yeah, I think the cruise lines will be back. But we want to thank you guys for joining us. All right, thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Man, I want to go on a cruise now. We've done cruises, and we'll get on them again. Oh, Don't I worry love about cruises. It. They're so much fun. Yeah, they are. They're pretty nice. Well, they're just the ultimate relaxation vacation. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Relaxation vacation. <laughs> wow, new hashtag. Here we go. Well, Graying had, away. Yeah, but you had one in the podcast today, too. Nick. Oh, yeah, so, the frequent floaters. Yeah, frequent yeah. floaters. I just know that Carnival Cruise is going to be calling me and wanting to... Vacation, relax, what, relaxation, yeah. vacation. There you go. I like go. that. All right, well, yeah, thank you, Janie and Roger, because, you know, you always learn something when you do a podcast. And today I learned, you know, about whole system of checking up on your bookwork and on your um you know the internet while you're booking this yeah it sounds like roger's pretty good about staying on top of it and getting good deals and like that and you know and they they gave us some great advice too on like inside rooms outside rooms stuff like that i never i would have always thought i would want a balcony room but you know if you were just floating for you know like six or seven days and all you saw was water outside. Yeah, I can see where you would have an inside room yeah. and save some money. Oh, yeah. No, you can save big bucks on the inside room. Never thought about that. Yep. All right. Well, that's a wrap for another adventure. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate you all listening to us and subscribing to us. Remember, we're always looking for people to uh, talk to us about their adventures in retirement. Yeah, we want to interview you. If you are out there, please let us know. Yeah, we want people to... Uh, help us inspire other people to get out there and live your retired life. It's your retired life. It's the pathway you're on, and we want you to make it the best one you got. 
You can reach us through our website, adventureretired.com, or our email at adventureretired at gmail.com. And that's a wrap. I love you, Cindy. Yeah, that's the kid who